0: Hello, and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for April 1st, 2019. I'm Scott, and I'm sponsored by Adafruit to work on CircuitPython full-time. Uh, CircuitPython is the easiest way to program microcontrollers. Uh, it is the great Python language on embedded microcontroller computers, which are they're very small, very inexpensive computers. Uh, we've got a great turnout at our meeting today. Uh, this is where we get a chance to talk about everything we're doing with CircuitPython, whether it's uh, making new projects or uh, changing something in the core code um, that is what we're doing uh, this meeting is no- at uh, mondays at 11 a.m pacific 2 p.m eastern time uh, based most of us are based in the us so if we have us holidays we tend to bump it to the next tuesday uh, you can join it. Uh, everybody is welcome. You can join at our Discord, adafru discord That will get you in there. We are there um, all week uh, on text, and then we're in the voice channel where we have the meeting uh, on Mondays. Um, so everybody is welcome to do that. The meeting is done in five parts. We have uh, community news, which Phil will say shortly. Uh, we do state of circuit Python, which is a statistics view of the health of the project. We follow that up with Hug Reports and Status Updates. Those are both run as round robins, so I will start, and then we'll go through people in the voice channel in order of your Discord name, uh, but starting with the host, so I will, I will start that. Um, hug Reports is a chance for you to say thank you to folks for the work that they've been doing uh, that has been awesome. And then Status Updates is a bit about what you've been working on the past week or so, and then uh, the opposite, so what you plan on doing in the next week. Um, and then lastly we have a section called In the Weeds um, But before I do that I remembered uh, For those round robins, hug reports and status updates uh, As Carter and T. Grover Have said, um, either let us know You're lurking and we'll just skip right over you um, Or if you're text only uh, Basically you don't have a mic Or don't want to speak uh, But you do, wanna, do you have an update You just type it in and I'll read it off I'll be your voice um, That could be either in the notes or in the text channel um, the text channel is being recorded as well as the audio, so be aware of that. Um, in the weeds at the very end is a discussion kind of freeform discussion section. So if you have topics for that, uh, drop them in the notes doc which we uh, SummerSoft was nice enough to link to again um, or uh, type them in the text chat and we'll we'll snag those for the discussion section in the weeds at the end. Um, like I alluded to, uh, we take notes and we post this uh, publicly afterwards. Um, on the Adafruit YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Adafruit. Um, and finally, we also post a link to it in the Python for Microcontrollers newsletter that Adafruit runs. Um, it is done in the open, so if you have news uh, that's Python or and or microcontroller, Python and microcontroller related, um, let us know and uh, put that in the newsletter as well, so you can sign up for the newsletter at adafruitdaily.com. Check the Python for micro- Microcontrollers box. Whew. And uh, with that, I'll take a time code and uh, hand it over to Phil for community news.
1: Hello, everybody. Um, first up, uh, welcome Maker Melissa and Sedacious, who's uh, doing more and more stuff with us here at Adafruit. So, in the chat and uh, wherever else, welcome aboard. You'll see their fingerprints on all sorts of good stuff here at Adafruit and across many products, many efforts, including CircuitPython. Um, This Wednesday, if you're not doing anything, um, or if you are, or if you're part of the chat, we'll see you there um, Wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time come to the hack chat it is a hack chat all about python on microcontrollers Uh, many of the people who work on circuit python will be there dan katney scott more myself others will be there um there is a poster that alex from hackaday made there's also a pi portal project we made that's a countdown um so you can have fun with things on the internet of things uh, topic and you can make it in python and it can be stuff that talk that even shows what's coming up on the chat um next up i put this in community news because it was kind of a, a late breaking story that happened last night breaking news um so circuit python is on calculators we had posted about that before in the past the ti-83 and this is in france where the national uh the language the programming language in France is Python and the calculators also have Python and they uh, we didn't know about this they they just and which is great about open source um, they use the the 3.0 version of Circuit Python it's on calculators and now people are figuring out how to get regular old Circuit Python boards running the variant that TI made. So there's um, firmware builds, and there's other things. If you're international, you'd probably be able to get one of these calculators and pick up um, one of them. There's a TI module that's basically just like a trinket, but now people are getting those things to run. And uh, you can also look at some of the instructions and more. I posted it up on the Adafruit blog. You just have to like, do some hacking and change VAD, or just get one of the firmware things. So that's a fun thing from the TI planet community. Um, the Mu Alpha came out, and they have a really good Gitter, which is kind of like a chat chat system for um, GitHub stuff. Um, go over there, check it out if you haven't already, if you have any issues or things, because it's an alpha. They added a lot of things. Now's a good time to uh, let them know. And uh, also, if it's just working out, maybe let them know too. Nicholas is um, doing a lot of good work on that, so it's always good for folks to hear that. And then last up. Um, CircuitPython.org slash downloads looking good. Um, Thanks to Dan Scott Summershoff for reviewing the uh, PRs that I put in. Uh, We're almost done. There's boards that we don't have images for um, that we'll figure out if we're going to display them or not, um, if they're real boards or coming soon boards. And then there's text for all of them uh, possible in that could go in right now. And then there's one last thing that's a feature that we just have to be careful how many things we add because uh, th- there there is a limit because we don't want to have a million features on each board. So we have to figure out the, the things that make the most sense right now for Pi Portal, which I think is kind of a very feature-rich board. We have Wi-Fi, light sensor, temperature sensor. And um, there's a pull request from TG Techie for battery charging, which I think is a good one for other boards. But... Um, I think the core team will probably take a look at what we get for these features because it shows up as little tags and that's how you sort by stuff. So um, you can put it in the chat later or put it in the notes. Um, But it'd be nice to get like a a, a core set of what features make the board searchable. Um, I don't think we need to put like SAMD or or some of the processor stuff or maybe... um, but i think some of it'll just be trial and error to figure out like what are people looking for mm-hmm. and what type of things we want to add. So, um i always say try to pick the the most complicated one that has the most stuff and then the other ones will kind of uh will pick and choose from that. So, that's community news for this week.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. I appreciate all your work.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: this website's looking really good because of you, so thank you for that.
1: Yeah, well, here's the other thing. For everyone who, works, uh, who does anything with CircuitPython, it is so fun and easy to go to slash downloads and get a build that you need. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so much better. So it's just like self-serving. It's like, this is great. Like, just like looking at the pretty picture, I'm like we take nice photos. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a mirror of all the great work we're doing together. So thanks, everybody. Yeah,
0: I did notice uh, because Radimir added the Polish tr- translation for Beta 6, uh, we were over 500 build artifacts. So the website came just in the nick of time.
1: Yeah, this is this is why it's really difficult for anyone who does microcontrollers or anything with computers anymore for every single different build and version. And I think we took a look around and we we saw a lot of challenges because I think this is something that people can't do really well and is, you know, typical Adafruit fashion. I think we did a really good job. So hug reports for all for this resource. Totally.
0: Okay. Thanks Phil. Bye-bye. I just realized my webcam light is on, and I'm not sure why. I'm hoping my audio sources are correct. But All right, let's keep going. State of CircuitPython. Uh, this is a chance for us to take a statistics view of the health of the project. Um, we do this every week, and so we can go back and look at notes. Um, we do this in three parts, an overall part, a uh, core part, and a library part. So I will start with the overall part. Um, overall, in the last week, as of the AdaBot run last night, um, we had 20 pull requests merged um, from 11 different authors, which used to be amazing and is now kind of the norm, which is excellent. It's good to expect more authors. So, in the long term, we're growing, which is great. Um, some new folks in there JPCore, uh, Yayato 2788. Um, and Mike Renfro are all new names, so thank you to those folks. Uh, We had five reviewers, and again, that's awesome. Um, I always say reviewing is the easiest way to get into it. Um, Testing somebody else's code that they've proposed is is a great way to get started and get your feet wet, so I recommend that. And then uh, issues-wise, we had 19 closed issues by 7 people, 12 open by 11, so we're we're net down, which is great. Um, So things are looking really good. Um, If I had to summarize overall where we're at, um, we're very close to release candidate, um, probably in the next week, maybe, um, maybe a little longer if something comes up, but, uh, we did beta six on Friday and that fixed a number of bugs that people were having. Um, we have some kind of phantom issues or not phantom issues, but, um, hard to reproduce, hard to reproduce issues with file systems, um, but we'll see. I think we're I think we're close. Uh, so that's really exciting, and I think we're kind of targeting PyCon at the start of May as our kind of like want to make sure the website and the uh, and the four zero stable release is all kind of put together at that point. So that should be really cool. Um, core wise, uh, we had ten pull requests merged from six different authors and two reviewers, Dan and myself, so thank you to all those authors and reviewers. Uh, full details in the notes. Uh, we had seven open pull requests as of last night, and they're listed in the notes as well. Uh, we had nine closed issues by four people and four open by four people, so we're net down, which is awesome, for a total of 155 open issues. We have six active milestones. Uh, the one that I'm paying attention to most is the 4 Bluetooth one, which had six open issues, uh, and we also had three issues that are not assigned to a, a milestone as well. Um, so that's where we are in terms of keeping track of everything that's coming in. Uh, Downloads-wise, uh, we had three one two and beta 6. Um, you want to see a breakdown by board, check the notes. Uh, we've had just over 10,000 total downloads on three it It's been our stable release, which gets more downloads. And it's been out for a while, so that's no surprise. Um, and then we've had 399 downloads on beta 6, which is actually quite impressive given that uh, it just came out on Friday. Um, and it looks like actually that 291 of those are PyPortal. Um, so lots of people played with their Pi Portal over the weekend and updated the software and hopefully they had a great experience. Uh, Language-wise... Uh, all of the 312s are english and then 388 out of the 399 were english as well on beta 6 so english is still by far our most popular um popular language and with that uh, we will kick it over to catney for a library update
2: thanks scott mm-hmm. i noticed that the 312 downloads top 10000 i don't think we've ever done that before
0: it's true i don't i don't think we've ever had 10000 of a single version that's that's awesome so-
2: Interesting note. Um, So let's talk about the libraries. Uh, This week, we had 10 pull requests merged by six authors with four reviewers. Uh, Two of the people on the author list, uh, Jay Paycor and Mike Renfro, both new people. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for your contributions. We have 25 open pull requests, which is fantastic. Um, This is definitely continuing to increase um, along with uh, all of the new contributors and all of the people who have been contributing all along and are now um, working hard on contributing to the libraries. Uh, it's been it's been really fantastic to watch, um, and we really appreciate everything that everyone's been doing. Uh, we had 10 closed issues by six people and eight open by seven people, so we are also net down, uh, leaving us with 96 open issues. The rest of the notes about libraries, are issues that are problems with the repos themselves or um, some of them are good first issues in the sense that uh, we need to rename examples for um, example. Um, And so uh, it's something that if you're interested in contributing or getting started and you're not sure where to start the libraries are a a fantastic opportunity um, to do that. We have a library tracking issue on the CircuitPython GitHub repo. However, uh, there's been an issue with updating it, which is to say uh, it won't <coughs> update. So I've been in contact with um, GitHub about it and they're looking into it. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and if that doesn't work, we will come up with another option um, that's easier to update. So for now, that particular issue has not been um, has not been updated uh since two weeks ago so it's definitely not a good um it's not the greatest place to find issues however um it it does have a list of issues that are probably still open and if you click on it and it's been you know taken care of um find another one so it's it's not up to date but it definitely has a lot of opportunities uh for contribution and that is the libraries
0: awesome thank you katni uh and that is it for the state of circuit python and its libraries uh we're gonna go on to hug reports which uh hug reports is a chance for us to all say thank you to other folks for the work that they've been doing uh if you do it every week that's typically for things in the last week but uh if you're like me for example i was out last week so i have hug reports that span the last two weeks um so let's get started and uh before actually before we get started, let me just remind you uh if you're text only uh please let us know um, or if you're lurking meaning you don't want us to call on you um, let us know as well and we'll skip over you. That's not a problem um, and with that I will start and then Brent will will circle back and go to to Brent after me so. Um, also, if you're not able to make, make the meeting at all You can always put your notes in the doc uh, That gets sent out early And we'll read them off even if you don't make it So uh, just an FYI um, Okay, so my heart reports this week are <laughs> There's a lot uh, First and foremost, a uh, shout out to Damien And the whole MicroPython crew For the release of the Pyboard D series uh, They look really cool And I think they're all sold out So congrats to them on making something that everybody wants um, thanks to Dan Attack for all of the bug hunting, in particular on USB. Uh, that's we've gotten a lot more reliable in the last few weeks, thanks to you guys. So thank you for that. Um, shout out to Jerry and Melissa for joining the community moderators. Um, it just kind of st- we separately decided to add those two folks. So um, thank you for helping our Discord stay friendly. Um, really appreciate that. And uh, shout out to Jerry as well for uh, meeting up with me when he's visiting Seattle, so it was great to sync up in person. Um, thank you to uh, NoopCat, uh, Sue Hinton from Microsoft, for helping me with some Azure Pipeline stuff um, last week on Friday. That was really helpful to chat it out. Um, thanks to PT, uh, Phil, Tyrone uh, of Adafruit for all of the help adding content to circuitpython.org. Uh, it's looking really good, and uh, we're well on our way to having uh, everything kind of set, up uh the way we want it for pycon when we're pointing people to it um and re- related to circuitpathon.org, uh shout out to justin and tyler of adafruit as well for continued improvement of the site including uh showing a- newly added boards even before release uh the the uchip uh dip module thing uh didn't show up because we hadn't released a version of it yet and so it's nice to That once we merge a pull request to the website, the board will go up uh, pretty quickly, uh, like within the next few minutes. So that's really cool. Uh, Thanks to Katni for running last week's meeting when I was gone. Uh, It's super easy uh, and super handy for me to just re-listen to the previous week's meeting and just get ramped right back up. So thank you for that. And lastly, uh, this this one's from the previous week uh, since I was gone. But uh, thanks to Carter... For jumping into the display IO stuff for a guide with me uh, and really talking it over, uh, got some feedback on the API. In particular, uh, font IO is a thing now with glyph and built in font. So that's thanks to Carter's uh, feedback on that. So that's it for me. Let's go to Brent.
3: Hello. Um, Hug report to Katni for assistance with um, PiPi deploying and bundling, and also PyCon prep. Uh, welcome, Nathan Melissa and sedacious to DataFruit. Fruit. Um, looking forward to seeing you guys at PyCon as well. And to PT for CircuitPython.org work, it gets better and better, and I used it this morning. And it's a great resource. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Uh, thanks, Brent. Uh, and Carter is lurking, but I will read off a hug report from Carter that says um, hugs to Dan H for forum help. And then we'll go to C. Grover, who says, a group hug to the team and the community t- today for inspiration and collaboration. Thanks, C. Grover. And Charles.
4: Uh, I'd like to give a hug report. for uh, I don't know exactly who did the MIDI uh, library, but it boy, has it been helpful. Thank you very much, and a group hug to everybody else who works on this project. It's incredible. Yeah,
0: I think the MIDI library was started by uh, Lady Ada, but uh, Kevin Walters, KJW, who's in the chat, uh, was has really made it really impressive as well. Um, so thanks to those folks. Okay, uh, let's go to Dan.
5: Dan's next.
6: Hi. Um, I want to say thanks to Scott for um, fixing a really critical uh, bug that seemed to have a lot of random ramifications. It, it had to do with HID, but it was smashing memory and makes, it, it made, our, it made um, our betas a lot more stable. Thanks to TAC who's working in the background. You don't see so much on some USB issues, especially uh, things that happen when you disconnect USB. And how we can make sure that we notice that Mm -hmm. and thanks as usual to jerry and also a new person always linux2 for testing some of the latest um, fixes in a concentrated way to make sure that they're working right Uh, thanks to maker melissa who also was doing some of that testing and fixed a lot of other problems in various different display libraries and produced new display libraries Uh, thanks to deshi for doing a translation, the Polish translation, in like a week, <laughs> which is quite amazing, and also cleaning up some error messages in the process, and which uh, saves um, flash space. And finally, thanks to uh, Katni, who's uh, doing all kinds of work in the background for preparing for PyCon. Um, there was the soldering party we already know about, um, demo software that's going to go on the Circuit Playground Expresses, and there's all kinds of logistics stuff that we have to worry about interfacing with the PyCon um, staff and other other people as well. So that's great. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Okay.
5: All right, Deshipu. Okay, thank you to Maker Melissa for the ST7789 uh, display and help with, with getting it to work, uh, he- helping me to get it to work. I didn't in, in the end, but. Uh, help was, was very appreciated and, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: that it?
5: Yeah. I I'm, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, help to lay the other for doing a complete rewrite of the, uh, a paper, uh, the uh, ink, uh, mm-hmm. drivers, mm-hmm. they look much better now. Awesome.
0: All right. Thanks to Shippu. Uh I totally know that moment where you get like a notification and you're talking and it distracts you. It happens to me all the time as you probably know. Okay, let's go to Drew. If Drew's around.
7: Yes, I am. Yay. It's my first time doing it from the So hopefully you can hear me. Um yeah, so hug re- hug to uh Stefan Kruger. Um who goes by Slight, for um, doing a pull request to add um, support to Blinka for the Pocket Beagle. Nice. And also to Gustavo Renga, who goes by Hulk Co., um raised an issue in Blinka for the BeagleBone built-in LEDs um, and that had been broken. I was able to fix that. So thanks to him as well. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Drew. Okay, we'll go Oh, was that it?
7: Yeah, sorry,
8: that's it. <laughs> okay, no problem.
0: All right, uh, let's go to Jerry.
8: Yeah, well, thanks to, thanks to you, Scott, for uh, making the trek up to Kirkland to to meet with me uh last week. It was a lot of fun to, to get together, and uh, especially for introducing me to Value Village. I,
3: I, need, I need some quick cables later on the day, and uh I was able to go back there and get just what I needed.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh Yeah, Value Village is my guilty pleasure. I'm planning on <laughs> running up there later.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, thanks, Jerry. Uh, Katni.
2: Hi. All right. So I have a giant hug and congratulations to Maker Melissa for joining Adafruit. Um, she's been doing all kinds of amazing work, and I'm really glad to see her as uh, part of our team now. And another giant hug and congratulations to Sedacious for joining Anafruit, who's also been doing amazing work um, and is now uh, part of the team. Uh, hug report to Jerry, Maker Melissa, and Sedacious for joining community moderators. Um, to Dan and Scott for all the bug squashing in 4.0. Um, to Maker Melissa for all the continued work in so many places. To Roy and Dan for helping me understand an issue with functions in Python. Um, I had weird code that wouldn't work in a function, and uh, both of them put a lot of effort into explaining to me uh, why, and that was super helpful. Um, And then to Melissa, Scott, and Dan for testing the PyCon demo code for me. Um, It does different things based on the board ID and so the more people that were testing it, uh, the better um, to make sure that that particular portion of it was actually functioning. Um, so that was super helpful. And that's what I have. Thank you to all of you. Awesome. Thank you, Katni. Uh,
0: and thanks for taking notes, too. Uh, yeah, for sure. All right. Maker Melissa.
9: Hi, okay, first of all, a huge hug to Lady Ada and PT for welcoming me to the Adafruit team. Um, Katni, for all your encouragement and help with everything. Um, to uh, you, Scott, for encouraging me to make my CircuitPython code, uh, the actual core code a little cleaner and simpler. Um, for To Drew for taking over the Pocket Beagle testing to um, Dan for finding and fixing the memory bugs, to Jerry and Sedacious for joining the community moderators, and also to Sedacious for joining the Adafruit team. Um, And a group hug to everyone for being so welcoming.
0: Awesome. Thank
8: you, Maker Melissa.
0: All right, Mike.
8: Hey, everybody. Uh, Just a quick shout-out to uh, all the great people who have been working on their are Portal projects. Uh, uh, all the Adaboxes went out, and uh, I've seen some really great projects uh, using Pi Portal. and uh, uh, just keep it up, because uh, I think there's a lot of potential in that product uh, that you can't really find anywhere else as far as kind of plug code and go.
0: Nice. Yeah, the projects have been really cool. I'm excited to get caught up on email and stuff. Thank you for reblogging yep. everything, Mike. Uh, no problem. All right, uh, Noe. Hi, folks. A group
8: hug to everybody.
0: Yay, group hug. All right, SDW. Uh,
10: just a group hug for uh, everyone in the Circuit Python community and the Sigrock community.
0: Nice. I, I need to sit down and try to say rock at some point. I would love to put my time into that. All right, uh, sedacious.
11: Uh, let's see. What do I have? Uh, I got a hug for Katney for helping me out with uh writing up uh, my first product guide. Um, another one for uh the CP or. or um, CircuitPython team for helping me figure out scheduling for PyCon over the weekend. Um, and then also, just generally, to Adafruit, uh, Lamar, Phil, everybody in the community for making an awesome community and a super great place to
0: work. Yay. That's it. Welcome. All right. And last but never least, uh, SummerSoft says, uh... Do you have mic today? I assume that. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Summersoft says a hug to Maker Melissa, Jerry Ann, and Sedacious for joining the moderator group, and a group hug to everybody else. And with that, well, that is hug reports. Thank you, everybody. Uh, let's go on to status updates. Um, status updates is uh, kind of a, it's again a round robin, so uh, rules apply. Let us know if you're looking or text only. Um, or if And if you're gone, you can let us know and we'll uh, we'll read stuff off for you. Um, this is a chance for you to just say uh, what you've been working on in the last week or so and what you plan on working on this week. And I will start. Um, after I take a time code. Uh, I fixed a hit bug, as Dan alluded to, that was causing CircuitPython to crash. It <laughs> actually was like... Uh, closed a number of issues because the issues were like oh it doesn't work on this kind of computer or whatever and uh it was specifically related to hid gamepad so like that's why not everybody saw it immediately um so i fixed that and all those issues got closed which was cool uh and yes as uh maker melissa says it was hidden um (laughs) Uh, I finished the release of beta 6 after Dan did most of the hard work on it, um, and I wrote a script to format the BB code and HTML uh, announcements for from based on the release markdown. Uh, one thing I'd love to do is actually make the markdown pulled from the GitHub page, which I think would be cool, but it doesn't do that yet. Uh, it could pull the tag as well. That would make it a little bit easier. I spent Thursday trying to convert over to Azure Pipelines uh, from Travis because Travis was having issues uh it looks promising. There's a link in the notes to uh the the test build. Um you can do ten jobs in parallel rather than five, so that can speed up the build a bit, which is cool. Um that was last week and then the previous week I moved glyph and built-in font into font.io uh for clarity. I fixed uh setting the RGB brightness so that it's immediate. You would hit you would you could do it. From code.py but it wouldn't take effect until code.py was done when we set it to a different color um and that two weeks ago i also fixed the cdc out bug which is actually into circuit python buffer um what it would do is if you if you generated too much serial traffic into circuit python from your computer um it w- you would overwrite and then your 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 data would not not be true or, or be corrupted. So I fixed that. That was a CDC thing, and thanks for TAC for doing the merge on that. Um, this week, uh, bug hunting file system issues, really just trying to to break beta 6 um, and close out the remaining five or six issues, or six or seven issues that we have. Um, and then we'll do release candidates. So that should be soon, maybe by the end of the week or early next week. Um, today's catching up on email and stuff and then wednesday is pretty busy we have hack chat on wednesday noon my time Uh, so i'll be there and then after that i'm actually going to have lunch with greg from lattice uh which is the fpga folks so that should be cool too um and then on the Game Boy side um and the gaming side i assembled v5 i did some midi testing uh shout out to kevin walters for the awesome midi Improvements. I got a real MIDI keyboard, so I'm playing around getting that working with the Game Boy, and uh, you should see some stuff from my evenings come this week on that as well. So uh, that is my update, and let's go to Brent. Hello.
3: Hello. Uh, last week I did a new project. Um, it'll be on Learn later this week. It's a Pi Portal Smart Scale, and We hacked apart a Dymo scale, and we internetified it. And what does that mean? Uh, We added a new CircuitPython library called Adafruit CircuitPython Dymo scale, and you can interface with an off-the-shelf closest scale. It's really good for if you want to get started learning how to hack consumer hardware or do some hardware hacking with CircuitPython, and you're not sure how to control something off-the-shelf. Often off-the-shelf stuff is really good but it's useful, like a multimeter, for example. And if you want to add logging to it, it would be useful to connect it to a PyPortal. So hopefully this will spawn all types of projects. Um, I'm also doing ongoing work on the Adafruit IO documentation for the new API. Um, it's almost finished. I like how CPython's Logger module has a cookbook, and I'm going to add a cookbook page into it for um, recipes with Adafruit IO, because I know a lot of people do a lot of different things, like sending image data um, and then just topics like how do I send the float? What's the precision? So if you have any suggestions for, for any recipes that you use with Adafruit.io, um, let me know. Nice. And then this week, I'm doing a uh, Pi Portal smart lighting controller, finishing that guide up. I'm writing a really lightweight library for interacting with the ESP32 SPY library. Um, and then I'm going to do some further work on that and probably another project later in the week.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Brent. And uh, thanks for taking the lead on the IO stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, no problem. Okay, Carter is lurking, so we'll go to C. Grover, who's text only. Uh, C. Grover says, uh, to date, um, took a break from CircuitPython to work on a couple of Eurorack module kits. Uh, was nice to focus on therapeutic through-hole soldering again. Uh, walked through some fun Portal projects, too. I returned to CircuitPython this weekend to finish a collection of fundamental MIDI note utilities. The helpers translate a note description string like C sharp 5 to a note value 0 to 127, note values to a descriptor string, and a single helper that combines the two translators to permit freeform entry of either input form, note to name, name to note. Um, I also threw in two more helpers for note to frequency and frequency to note calculations. Um which are available in github.com slash cedargrovestudios slash midiutil. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to use that pretty soon to do my Game Boy uh, Note stuff. Um, I want to do pitch bend, which I think would be really cool. Um, anyway, Seagrover uh, continues, says, uh, to do uh, next on the list is to complete one more rack module kit, mostly SMT soldering. Uh, fun, but not as, as therapeutic as through-hole. And to do some CircuitPython coding, expect to wrap up a MIDI message decoder library using the full memory-hungry standard protocol stack and an optional lower-calorie version for essential messages. The decoder will include filters and triggers so that only certain messages or sequences are decoded as an option to the default mode of processing all messages would be handy to be able to isolate or ignore a system-exclusive message block. For example, the decoder is the essential algorithm for analyzing received messages and will first be used in a second-generation portable MIDI signal stiffer. Uh, With some tweaking, the decoder will also form the foundation of a general-purpose message builder for transmitting the MIDI message sequences. Uh, big thanks to the authors of Data Structures and Algorithms in Python for helping me achieve an enlightened approach to transforming the MIDI protocol into a Python digestible structure with the Amazon link to that book. And I would also uh, say, Seagrover, you should take a look at uh, Kevin's MIDI library if you haven't as well. He's done a lot of interesting things there. Uh, but it's not bad to have two, have, have two approaches to it. Um Okay. And with that, let's go to Charles.
4: Well, it looks like there's going to be a lot of help for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, trying, I've got got I've got a mouthpiece that I built for my originally for my ocarina, and I want to separate it from the ocarina so I can use uh, with the library, so I can use it for uh, basically uh, uh, CC uh, continuous. Uh, Controllers mm-hmm. in general. So, well, let's see what happens. But I think some of what I, what I'm seeing here might actually help. Awesome. I I thought that would be a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks,
0: Charles. All right, Dan.
6: Okay. So, as as Scott noted earlier, in the status, we've had a lot of PRs. I've been <clears throat> reviewing a lot of PRs. Um, and last week, sort of the other big bug before Beta 6 was I fixed a bug in tile grid, which was um, had to do with uh, data type checking, and that caused um, random crashes, I think. It co- definitely caused some uh, the background to disappear in some uh, demo programs. Mm. Uh, There's been a lot of um, churn in the build recently. Things are, we're running out of space in various places, so we're adjusting things, and also people are asking for various features to be included, which is not necessarily causing space to run out, Mm -hmm. but, uh, so there's a a lot of, um, like, trying to get the release into good shape, so that's continuing, and that will continue. I have some more ideas, or some more suggestions that have come in on that. As Scott mentioned, we did Beta 6 on Friday, and now I think we have a pretty stable, release which still could use a little more looking at but for the pi portal people Mm. that's great um over the weekend i did a lot of setting up some demos to run on pi portal and ran them overnight to see if they would crash uh they didn't really it's not really clear there's some cases where j links seem to give random breakpoints. i don't know what's going on but Hmm. the program doesn't actually seem to crash uh, and finally, um, someone f- pointed out that uh, the BLE UART server uh, uh, code doesn't do very good ri- uh, buffering on writes, so I'll be trying to fix that up. It's probably just library code. It probably does not need a change in CircuitPython, I hope.
0: Hmm.
6: Okay. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Dan. All right. All right, Deshipu.
5: Okay. So I didn't really finish anything this uh, I started a lot of things, but somehow they, they didn't work as I expected. But uh, the next thing I'm, I'm planning to work on is to get uh, Display.io working on the micro game consoles on, on the, this, uh, f- my thing for, for games. And uh, perhaps to make uh, it not clash with the stage library so that you can use both mm-hmm. At the same time, so that you can get error messages where, where your program crashes. For instance, mm-hmm. we will see how how well that goes.
0: Let me know. I'm curious. All right, uh, Drew.
5: Um,
7: yeah, so I was um, been testing out the Pocket um, Beagle support that um, was added to Blinka um, in tested out GPIO still need to test out. Um, I could SPI. Um, so I'll hook up some of the sensors that I did for the, when I was testing the BeagleBone plaque. Um, also there was an issue that was raised, um, in the Adafruit platform detect where right now you have to be root, on the beagle bone or the pocket beagle. Hmm. Um, so I was looking at alternatives to, um, be able to do that without having to be root. Um, So um, Stefan uh, Kruger was the person who opened up that issue. So look into that as well. Great.
0: That's always good. Not having to be a root. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Drew. Let's go to Jerry.
8: Uh, Yeah, I didn't get much done last week because I was traveling all week, But um, except for meeting with you, which was (laughs) was really fun. Yep. And um, this week, I'm just trying to remember what it was I was doing last week and get back to doing it.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome back, Jerry, and it was great to see Thanks. you. Um all right, Katney.
2: Thanks. So last week, um, the first board that I designed went into the Adafruit store. Um I nearly completed the guide for it, the Vemmel seven seven zero zero. There's the only thing left is to add Arduino docs and it's just a matter of um it's just a matter of uh, getting them generated properly. Um, I updated the UF2 on the CPX Cricket guide to a new build um, so that it has all the latest stuff and is working better. Updated or added API keys to um, Travis for a number of libraries and did some various other library work. And I wrote up the PyCon Circuit Playground Express demo code. So this week, um, finalized two guides. That are mostly done but just need some final touches. Um, Finalize the CPX demo code uh, so I can get that uh, to Lemoore uh, in the next couple days. Um, And then a series of product guides and um, eventually I have another breakout to complete. However, um, it is lower priority as we are trying to get um, all the things that are currently in the fire uh, finished up before moving on to another board um and i think i think that's it um i will be uh helping some people out with um some of the stuff that they're doing as well this week so um i definitely have a a, a pretty full week um and wednesday uh, we're doing the hack chat like you said um so wednesday will definitely be uh jam-packed with all kinds of stuff yeah and that is what i have
0: you keep busy for sure, thanks, Katni. All right, let's go to Maker Melissa.
2: Okay,
9: uh, last week I fixed a couple PRs that made it into the CircuitPython Core Beta 6.
1: Yay!
9: Yeah, uh, I got the SSD 1351 driver working and I refactored the ST 7735 driver and the examples to make them simpler, so they're not using any byte code for the parameters. Um, I wrote the HX8357 driver for the 3.5-inch TFT Featherwing. Um, I worked on the SSD1331 driver, but I think I might have been having some issues with my display, so I just got another one I'm going to try it on. Okay. Um, I set up Blink on the Raspberry Pi 3 for testing, I added some keyword arguments to the ILI 93 library so that we can pass stuff like rotation to it now. Um, I started working on my Pi, Pi Portal calculator guide, and um, I started working on the Ada Logger Feather. This week, I will um, finish the SSD 1331 driver, and... Um, I'll look at the st 7789 as it failed the test um, that Deshi Poo was just doing a little bit ago. Um, I'm going to start working on the the mono um, display I.O. Dis, displays. And I'm going to try and finish the Ada Lager feather wing. I'll put um, the, together the pieces for the TFT plus joystick feather wing after the um S T seven seven gets uh, merged in. And I'm gonna try and finish with the PyPortal Portal calculator
0: and finish writing about it. Nice. Uh what do you mean by mono display IO displays?
9: Uh I mean the ones that aren't color. Okay.
0: Yeah we should chat about I didn't I couldn't think of a good name for them otherwise. Yeah. We should figure out how to do that. I wasn't planning on doing it in four O though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just figuring out like what color space you're going to and from. And I, it's a good so, like 4 1 we could do.
5: We okay. have some, there are some nice OLED, uh, some nice uh, 16 shades of gray yeah. OLEDs out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I, I think if we, I, th- I think Melissa doing the single color and the 16 or the four-bit color would be really cool i think it's it's basically the same task right like
9: yeah it's just yeah. doing
0: like tracking
9: what I have to figure out to. what is involved in that and stuff so it's kind of part of starting on them
0: okay yeah let's uh tentatively think of that as like four one sounds good perfect thank you for taking the lead on all the display stuff i really appreciate you're it welcome. okay mike
8: Okay. Um, I've been really busy with many things. Uh, The main thing that I'll be doing today, which you might want to um, pick up because it'll be happening tomorrow, is the CircuitPython newsletter, the Python on Microcontrollers newsletter. Um, We publish that once a week on Tuesday mornings, so I'm busy doing it. Monday afternoons. Uh, uh, it has all kinds of material from uh, the team, Phil, and we publish it as uh, uh, email, and then oftentimes we link to it afterwards. But the best way to get it is to subscribe to um, the newsletter via email, and you can do that. It's a separate website from the site. It's uh, called. AdafruitDaily.com mm-hmm. and you can sign up for the CircuitPython newsletter and other newsletters Adafruit does. Um, the mailing list for those are, are not mixed in with the Adafruit customer mailing list. So there's there's like no spamming or anything. You can come and, and leave and anything uh, as you want and you, you're email address will never be used for anything else. Uh, Adafruit's very spam conscious, let's say. So, um, if you want to get this week's newsletter, um, please go over to adafruitdaily.com and sign up. And we'd like to have you, uh, it's like our fastest growing newsletter. It's up to over 5,200 subscribers, I believe, which for a, uh, Kind a specialized uh, uh, newsletter is pretty darn good. But uh, we want folks who are in the Python, MicroPython, CircuitPython communities to uh, have all the latest and greatest info, and one of the best ways is to aggregate that and put it out in the newsletter. So. Mm-hmm. And if you know of people that are interested, uh, steer them that way too.
0: Sweet. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. All right, no yeah. way.
8: Hello. So for this week, I'm uh, playing with the, the e paper display library for uh, CircuitPython. And I'm playing with uh, the Featherwing version of that. I'm putting together a little demo for it, some graphics. And for next week, I am working on a Learn Guide for a, a prop maker based project that also uses CircuitPython to help code. So that will be next week's project. It's a nice uh, 3D printed prop thing.
0: Cool.
8: Um, and that's what I have so far.
0: Thanks. All right. Cool. Uh, let's go to SDW.
10: Okay, so I I did uh, some various research, reading up on uh, Sigrock project and various documentation, uh, and I went looking for where because the these their support for my multimeter in Libsigrock. I went looking for that, uh, and it's the it uses a chip uh, by Chinese company Fortune Semiconductor. It's the FS9922-DMM3, and so the, the code for that was under that. And then I decided to, to look again for the data sheet because the, the Sigrock uh, website has a broken link to that and I found the data sheet. I thought I had found it for the first time, but realized when I went to bookmark, it was already bookmarked. So I must <laughs> have I must have seen it and not had time to read it or something. Uh, so I was able to look at that. And it has, uh, there's like four pages of the RS-232 transmission specification. So now I can uh, s- you know, start figuring out how to decode stuff. It, it's kind of weird how it does it though it's like it's not so much sending the data it's kind of like it's sending the state of the lcd so like hmm. there are bytes where the bits represent which segments of the seven segment digit display are turned on or off hmm. and so i think what i'm going to do is is get some captures with my uh, uh logica analyzer and like manually go through and just to try to understand how it works right. uh you know just use brain power and decode it and then i will start working on trying to write some uh, python code to do that and i'll have to f- learn about uh, uh pi serial and i also want to try and understand like the, the my my multimeter has two cables one is a rs232 which i started working with because i knew how to do that but there's also a USB cable, which is a serial hid uh thing, which I I have to try and do some research to understand how to read from that, because I'd like to be able to to use either cable. Right. But then I'll start writing some my own like protocol decoder and then that'll maybe I can also try porting that to CircuitPython and uh maybe uh try writing a uh Protocol decoder for PulseView for for SIG, Sigrock that uh, cool th- yeah so a few ideas there
0: yeah awesome that I really like the idea of using CircuitPython to interface with development tools so yeah uh, curious to see how that goes and Sigrock, I I need to play around with because I'd love to use an open source decoder that yeah it'll work it'll
10: work with your Saleye.
0: I don't think the new ones. I think it's like some versions of the Salier, but I could give it hmm. a try. Um, I just yeah, got okay. the fancy sixteen pin Pro Salier, so yeah. if I could get one that did USB also, like that, I'd love to use the same thing for USB that I use for other stuff.
5: Uh. Yeah.
0: Cool. Thanks, thanks, Scott. All Welcome. Right. Uh, let's go to Sedacious.
11: Okay, so, uh Kidoki. So first off. This- actually last week, right? Last week is a thing. Uh, last week I was super busy leaving, uh, my previous employer and blah, 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 blah. Um, and what else did I do? I built, um, I sent off a board for the ST LPS 35 HW, which is a, uh, waterproof or water resistant MEM sensor. Got that back, uh, on Saturday because Park is super awesome. Um, so, uh, This week, I'm going to be working on the INA-260 product guide and finishing up anything going on with that. And then moving on to drivers for the LPS35HW. And then uh, probably I'll have enough time to start working on a board for the Rome... What is this thing called? It's the bd 3491 fs which is a sound processor with built-in surround sound function. Hmm. It's basically a mixer chip, as far as I can tell. Uh, It could also do, like, um, EQ and a couple of other things. It's pretty interesting. Um, So, yeah, that's what's on my
0: plate. That sounds really interesting. All right. Uh, Let's go to Summersoft, who I believe is text-only today. Um. SummerSoft says, last week, uh, NRF in uh, changed buffer management to use a static double buffer in PDMN.C for two reasons. Uh, first, the test of my previous buffer management using the objects buffer was the reason for unusable output. And two, to enable a little more inline manipulation for things like 8-bit samples. Uh, NRF peripheral is 16-bit only. The buffer switch caused no change for number one, so I took a break to complete some EDX coursework on C pointers. I wanted to make sure my shaky understanding wasn't the cause. Uh, and also, AdaBot's uh, uh, updated libraries list is starting of formulate started formulating a plan for this. Uh, this week, we'll start to implement the sync filter for PDMN to see if it fi- fixes the output data. And that's uh, SummerSoft. Uh, we also had Lady Ada duck in and give a hug reports, I believe. Uh, Lady Ada said, um, sure, a uh, hug report to Maker Melissa and Sedacious who are working on more stuff with us. It is exciting. And with that, uh, do we have any in the weeds? Um, Drew, I won't look at your DM until after the meeting. So, uh,
11: I did have one thing I didn't ever mention. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but um, for the uh, CircuitPython.org, uh, I guess it would be the download page. I think I'd mm-hmm. open the PR to, um, I forget where I put it, but basically having something where you could tell the features for a board, which I think ended up being um you know what ended up with the stuff on the pi portal and i think um there was an example image with something having a bluetooth icon
2: right that's all
11: all very useful but actually what i had in mind is i think somewhere in the read the doc docs there was a matrix of which boards uh supported which built-in libraries right right um and that's the kind of more what i was thinking about i don't know where that would be useful to have but it, You know, for me, maybe an advanced search or something that you could filter on that or something like that. Um, So, yeah, that's it. I I don't know that we.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea to get out there. It's like I, I agree that that should be somewhere useful. I wonder if it's worth. If we could generate it into the read the docs where like we have individual like technical documentation per board. Where and, mm-hmm. then, and then from the the downloads board page, we just link into the technical reference.
11: Yeah, that's an option.
0: Because um, it would make sense uh, that it would go in like in with the API docs.
11: Um, the other thing I was thinking of is kind of related was using, um, using maybe something in the board definitions uh, to generate some of the feature
4: stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm, yeah. How would you keep that up to date automatically, though?
11: That's that's why I was suggesting using the board references.
4: Well, yeah,
0: okay. I, I think like Dan, Dan did some really awesome work to restructure how we enable and disable modules, and we could probably just do it based on those defines. Uh, somehow.
11: Um, but yeah, we can continue this discussion PR.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just a good, uh, good thing to get in our brains so that we can think about it. All right. Any other in the weeds or should we wrap up? And sedacious, you're still unmuted. All right. All right. That's it. I'm going to call it. Uh, thank you everybody for making this meeting. We had a great turnout. Um, This meeting is open to everybody, so if you're listening to this after the fact, you're always welcome to uh, come hang out with us. Uh, It is Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We usually do it then. Uh, If we do uh, switch it up, we'll post a a message in the... um, in the CircuitPython channel on the Adafruit Discord, which you can join with the URL adafru.it slash discord. that will drop you in. You can ask us things uh, there as well. Um, If you want to get notified about updates, uh, we can add you to the CircuitPythonistas group. uh, And so if you're not on there but would like to be, uh, let us know. Sometimes we're bad about adding people. Um, so that's that. Uh, this meeting was recorded, so beware that it has been has been recorded. Uh, it'll go up on Diode Zone and YouTube today. Uh, subscribe to the Python for Microcontrollers newsletter at AdafruitDaily.com to get a link in your inbox to all sorts of Python goodness, including the recording of this meeting every week. Um, we are available on various podcast services, so if you want to subscribe to us, uh, check that out as well. And um, I think that's it. Uh, if you are using an older version of CircuitPython but want to help out and be a little brave, please try beta 6, uh, four oh beta 6. It's pretty good, I think. And so uh, we'd love to find those last few bugs that we need to do before, uh, we, before we call it stable and get uh, 10,000 downloads on it. So uh, I think that's it. Uh, thank you again to everybody for making it, and we'll see you next week.
2: Thanks, everybody.